It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 11th of September. Do you love the country or the jazz more? That depends what kind of mood you're in right now. The USA loses for the first time since 2006, but Donovan and Rudy were brilliant. What it means for the Utah Jazz, all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully making it more fun to be a Jazz fan throughout the offseason as we're getting oh so close to the regular season. Thanks for tuning in. Today's show brought to you in part by Indochino, the world's most exciting made-to-measure men's company this week. Listeners, get any premium Indochino suit for just three sixty nine at Indochino.com when entering locked on at checkout. That's three sixty nine at Indochino.com entering locked on. So the USA has lost to France in the quarterfinals of FIBA, which means that the USA is out and will not medal. The Donovan Mitchell, Kemba Walker led team coached by Greg Popovich will not get a medal for really the first time. 2006, they lost in the semifinals. It is a stunner for the USA with all of the defections to still not be able to advance. Uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert were both brilliant, but it's not a great day for the United States of America basketball, USA basketball, and where they are. For all the progress that's been made over the years with USA basketball from the dream team to then building it up. Today is a, a major step backwards in the inability to get players to play. Uh, I did not think that the Greg Popovich and the team to bring this team uh, together in a great fashion of coaching and uh, for them to lose to France was interesting. They got really run out of the gym for most of the night. It was tied after one. France outplayed the U.S., considerably in the second quarter and then led at the half. Donovan went bananas in the third quarter, as we've seen so many times, and in the real essence of who Donovan is, and scored 14 points, and the USA led 66-63 going to the fourth quarter and fell apart. And there's a lot of different discussion points there. I'm sure Jazz fans really feel that Kemba Walker took the ball out of Donovan Mitchell's hands and didn't allow Donovan to regain his rhythm. There's some truth to that. There's also just a question of whether maybe Donovan had spent everything he had with the way he played that. And it was Kemba Walker's team throughout. So maybe it really was going to ride on whether Kemba Walker played well or not. Let's run through some of the storylines to this one, what it means specifically to the Utah Jazz, since this is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. All right, uh, let's start with Donovan. It was a scene on the broadcast in which they look at Donovan and he kind of gives a let's go, let's go, let's go. We've seen it so many times. It's the essence of who Donovan Mitchell is. It's the essence of that fight, that competitiveness, 
the incredible relentlessness, the play to win, not not play for selfishness, which may have hurt him in the fourth quarter. It's it is the essence of everything we have come to expect and know, and it's probably the single quality of Donovan Mitchell that should have you as a Jazz fan the most excited. You know, talking to people around the Jazz, the feeling is, and it's a question I asked on almost all of our summer interview series, of whose locker room is this going to be? And the feeling from so many people around the Jazz when I asked that question is that Donovan Mitchell is going to return from this USA basketball experience as a different person. That his leadership that he's gained, being put and into the spotlight, and then the way he just performed, the respect that he's, I'm sure he gained out of from everybody. Uh, he was the one player that really had a superstar-esque stretch in all of this FIBA basketball. It's hard to do when there's that much talent on the floor. And the leadership and commitment he showed. His defense was generally very, very good. His energy level was sustained other than uh, he was very bad against Turkey. Uh, but he was, he showed great leadership. He learned from that. And the feeling for those uh, from the Jazz is that that's the big takeaway that he had in this experience is that leadership. But the core of it is the will to win. And he has a, tr- it's, you either have that or you don't. And he's had it from the very beginning. And, you know, you can tell the wins and losses sit with him regardless of his stat line. And I think he, he showed to be pretty special uh, in what he did today in that performance in the third quarter. The fourth quarter, he got taken out of the game. He just did not. Uh, I think he got two shots up the whole time. He never regained the rhythm. That's not that crazy, actually. Uh, if you follow a lot of basketball, guy gets that hot, takes a break, cools off, and sometimes doesn't get going again, uh, particularly on that roster. Kemba, who was terrible today, took over a lot of those possessions uh, and and impacted uh, Donovan's ability. Too many times did Donovan not get the ball. One time Donovan got the ball on the right wing, Kemba sliced for a layup, and it showed the value of him You know, at least getting the ball and making a play in there. <coughs> Excuse me. But I think that, um, you know, he did not have the impact. Was that on Donovan? I'm not, I'm not willing to go there. It didn't seem as though the team gave Donovan really much of a great opportunity uh, to get the ball and to get there. Uh, two plays of interest. I mean, this is where Rudy Gobert's great, and we'll talk about it. His two fourth-quarter attempts are a pull-up and a late three that didn't really count. So a pull-up jumper in the mid-range because Gobert cuts off the paint and then he tries to attack Rudy and gets blocked by Rudy uh, late. The, that's just Rudy being great. I mean, that's he did this. Kemba had the exact same sequence. That's just Rudy being great. I thought USA's game plan against Rudy was terrible. Um, you know, Popovich has had LaMarcus Aldridge this whole time, so maybe he actually thought you could beat Rudy with mid-range shooting. But Rudy's going to, you know, what makes the Jazz brilliant is Rudy's going to control the paint and then they're denying you threes and they lead you into bad shots. And maybe France has taken that same model, but the USA did not take enough threes in this game. And Rudy takes you out of it. The USA took just 18 threes. And that, uh, and that really, you know, when you, when you only take 18 threes and you can't get to the rim, you're just taking terrible shot selection and you're bound to lose. It's what, it's what Rudy does. We'll talk about it more in the next segment. But for Donovan, those were the two possessions, and he got Rudy. Like, Rudy is that great. Overall, for Donovan, he got much better. This was great for him. The leadership 
We saw him Nash dribble. Excuse me again. <coughs> the um, We saw him uh, jump stop in the lane and make passes out of it. We saw him learn how to play with other great players, pick his spots. He maybe should have been more aggressive at a few other times along the way. Who knows? But he was uh, he really learned and got better in the process uh, and did a and became a better basketball player. FIBA World Cup is going to give the USA a different player, more ready to lead, more ready to be next to Mike Conley as the primary guy, more ready and more confident to go be the guy that needs to carry. And frankly, if the Jazz are going to break through, the Jazz have a great roster, a super team. They don't have the star. They don't have the guy. And the question is whether the two guys that were the two best players on the floor today are going to be good enough to beat Kawhi Leonard. <clears throat> to beat LeBron James. That's the question uh, for this to beat James Harden. Can you be good enough to beat those two guys? That's that's the question more than anything else. We'll talk about Rudy's performance, which was brilliant. Uh, if you can't find a workout that keeps you engaged, Peloton is the immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back at $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike using the promo code LOCKED. Today's show is brought to you by the store. I was there yesterday, saw Jeff and Scott at the mini store at Night South and 100 West. They also are now at the Gateway right across from the uh, Children's Museum, or I think it is. Yeah, Children's Museum, not Science Center, Children's Museum. And then at the regular location, 600 South, 20th East. It's Utah's own. That's what's the signature of the store in so many ways. Whether Utah's own means it's the kids helping the older, the high school kids helping the older people out to their car with their groceries the way DJ Bullerjack uh, did when he was a, uh, when he was a kid at uh, the store, Craig's son. Uh, whether it was big marriage going on this weekend, the Bowler Jacks, best of luck to everybody uh, up at, as they have their little wedding, first first one in the Bowler Jack family, so shout out to them. But anyway, whether that Utah zone is the chips that are made because uh, Jeff saw the or Jeff saw them at a wedding and, and want to know about them, whether it's the 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 brisket that comes out of a place up in Logan that's absolutely unbelievable, whether it's the jams and the jellies of Utah Zone, you can feel it when you're at the store. It's Utah Zone, and you can feel it. The Mudside cookie is way, way better than the Cookie Royale. You can tell that as well. Plus, Leatherby's Ice Cream has the locked-on mudslide ice cream for you. 6200 South and 20th East, plus now at the Gateway and at 900 South and 100 West. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. 
That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. So let's talk Rudy Gobert. Oh my God, he was great. He was just great. He was he was the force, the best player on the floor for the entire game. He's what we watch all the time. He's why people think I'm insane when I say he's a top 10 player in the NBA. He was magnificent and he was magnificent offensively. He, he completely altered the game with his pick setting and his rim rolling. It's everything that Quinn Snyder has developed with him. Rudy's got to do it and deserves credit for it. The French coach decided to use it as well. Tom Thibodeau was, couldn't have been more off base on how you defend it. Tom Thibodeau's talking about that Turner's got to come up on the 48 shots. If Turner comes up on the 48 shots, then Rudy Gobert is doing pull-ups on the rim. And if you don't do that, you bring the guy over, then you get Bogdanovich or Ingles. Oh, wait, sorry, that's going to be the Utah Jazz for three. That's the beauty of this. This is the incredible thing. We just watched Evan Fournier be dominating in World Cup play because Rudy's pick-setting and rolling to the rim. That is Mike Connolly and Donovan Mitchell with corner three shooters. And if you if you lay off Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley, they're going to be pulling into good looks. They're going to hopefully be able to get to the rim and not just take mid-rangers. And if you bring the third guy in, you're getting a wide-open three-point shot. And that is that is truly what Rudy Gobert does to the game. As, and we'll talk about Rudy's defense. It was amazing. But Rudy's offense is equally as impactful to games because he's the best pick setter and the best rim roller, and he's just bigger and stronger and taller than everyone else on the floor if you try to switch, and he's getting to the basket. He was amazing today. And more than that, and, and, it's, and it's what Quinn has built and touched on. And frankly, you also saw in this ballgame how much better the Jazz are at dealing with Rudy. You can't throw Rudy bounce passes in the paint. You can't bullet. You got to throw him lob passes. And that's what the Jazz do. Quinn uses Rudy in a way that would have made him even more impactful. In this game, if Quinn's coaching it and they're throwing those passes, they're going to be even better. They would be even better than they were today uh, with Rudy Gobert. That's that's what's so exciting about who the Jazz are. Now they're playing better players. Uh, and the, the because of Rudy's pick setting, and because of Brooke Lopez's inability to hit any threes early and Plumlee not being able to stretch and Miles Turner getting in foul trouble, the USA went small. And this is where we saw some development from Rudy. Kind of the same thing we just were talking about with Donovan. Rudy was absolutely terrific around the basket. He tried some running hooks. He tried some. Po- he posted up, spun baseline, tried to reverse lamp. He got fouled. He was dominant on the offensive glass, tipping and keeping balls alive. Uh, that's how he ended up with the, the amazing rebounding numbers today. He was, he was really, really terrific. And I think also terrific in uh, another manner that, you know, it's not as though Rudy needs a confidence boost. I'm pretty certain Rudy's pretty confident about who he is, and this will only add to it. Uh, and, and frankly makes Rudy just, you know, Rudy's goal in life uh, is to be recognized as one of the great players in the game, and today did it for him. The, these are important, important moments 
for who Rudy is and how he's respected and how he's thought of around the world. And this was a big one for him. He was, uh, his final numbers today were 21 points, six of 12 shooting because he's tipping the ball around, seven offensive rebounds, nine defensive rebounds, 16 points, two assists, three block shots, plus 26 in 34 minutes, meaning that they were minus 16 in the six minutes he wasn't on the floor. Rudy Gobert was plus 26 today, and the France was minus 16 when he was off the floor, and even more so, frankly, because they ran it up in the final minutes late where it didn't really have a big impact. That's how dominant Rudy was today. And I talked, the, the, you go back and run through the fourth quarter play-by-play. This game is tied with five minutes left. And that's, and Rudy just becomes dominant. In, dominant in a, in a just way that nobody else in the world can be. Fournier misses a three. Uh, it's, it's, USA leads at 76-71. Um, Batum scores. Donovan misses a jump shot because he runs off a pick and roll and Rudy is in the middle. And so Donovan pulls up for a mid ranger and misses. Nilakina hits a three to tie it at 76. Kemba comes off the next possession in a pick and roll, pulls up for another mid range jumper because Rudy's in the lane, misses. Rudy gets the rebound. The next play, Kemba Walker tries to drive one on one on Rudy Gobert. Rudy blocks it and gets the rebound. We're still tied at 76. Uh, Fournier makes a layup off a Gobert pick in which the U.S. gets confused on who's switching and what they're doing. And it's all, frankly, that's still all because of Rudy. Harrison Barnes goes into the lane, tries to go one-on-one on on a post-up. He's so aware of Rudy on the weak side that he travels, and it's 78-76. Rudy gets a dunk from Evan Fournier, makes it 80-76. Now... Marcus Smart misses both free throws. Nilakina hits a miracle jump shot. Kemba Walker drives. Rudy blocks the shot. And it's 82-76. And Rudy Gobert is dominating every single possession of this game. Donovan assists Kemba Walker for a nice layup. It's 82-78. Fournier misses. And the... It's 82-78. 52 seconds left. Donovan tries to go one-on-one on Rudy. And Rudy blocks the shot. There's not another player in the world that can be that dominant in that stretch and win a ball game in that way. It was the greatest stretch of Rudy's career probably since he beat Spain in FIBA World Cup and maybe better. It's pretty awesome if you followed Rudy's whole career to see that. But he dominates the entire game from 5.30 left to 42 seconds and gives France the win over the United States. And he just played a better game than we've seen out of him on offense and some other areas as well. It's, it's just, it's, this has been a truly, truly great experience for the two jazz players. And frankly, for Joe Ingles as Australia on a three jumps out to a 51 43 lead. Now with three thirty left, it's pretty great. Really, really pretty great. I'm pretty, pretty happy. I, I really, I, I don't like the USA losing much. Uh, I'm pretty ecstatic for what it means for Rudy, his passion, his love of the game, his love of his country, his quest in life 
the things that matter to him, um, the fact that it lets me go after Rob Mahoney today in our interview for Locked on NBA about, um, <laughs> about where Rudy should rank. All these things are super important to me uh, in regards to this conversation. Really awfully cool uh, for that. Today's show is brought to you in part by Homie. You've seen those bright, funny, blue, teal, whatever billboards and had all sorts of fun. I've talked to you a lot about how Homie can sell your house for you. Homie can also buy any home for you. And then they'll refund you $5,000 back so you can buy more home. Find out more by texting LOCK to 88588 and you'll be connected to a Homie agent to help you find your dream home. They'll tour homes with you, make offers, and negotiate the best deal. The whole Homie team will be there for you. Check out more at Homie.com. Homie is returning $5,000 to you. It's simple. Get started with homie go text lock l-o-c-k-e to eight eight five eight eight and get an experienced local homie agent who will help you every step of the way it's homie and it's saving you thousands text lock l-o-c-k-e to eight eight five eight eight hi this is nate duncan from locked on's hollinger and duncan podcast those of you who listen to our show know that i try to take a measured approach i'm not prone to hyperbole it really takes something special to get me excited but with all that said theragun is simply one of the best products that i have ever used i just turned 40 i've always loved to work out to play basketball when it's safe and as i got into my 30s it just wasn't possible to do that anymore the way i wanted to because my body didn't feel right and theragun has helped me fix so many of the aches and pains i tried everything massages chiropractors this at-home device handheld percussive therapy has worked better than any of those for me and now the all-new gen 4 theragun has a proprietary brushless motor it's so quiet it's no louder than an electric toothbrush and best of all you can try theragun risk-free for 30 days there's no substitute for the theragun gen 4 with an oled screen personalized theragun app and the quiet and power you need starts at only 199 dollars go to theragun.com slash locked on the name of this network right now and get your gen 4 theragun today that's theragun.com slash locked on theragun.com slash locked on the usa basketball to lose what does that mean like right like what does that mean that usa basketball lost today i think it's interesting I think there's a few things to it. I do think it's a major, major step backwards for USA basketball. You shouldn't lose. I don't care how many guys aren't there. We should still win. Uh, I do think it's a little bit of a statement of the progress of international play. And what I think is actually a bigger statement about the progress of international play is Joe Ingles throws a beautiful pass to a cutting Andrew Bogut for a layup and Australia stretches out their lead. Way to go, Joe. Um, I, 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 What I think the impact of... What we're seeing in regards to international play is that the Czech Republic, you know, has a chance to beat Australia. France has to, be, to beat an undermanned USA team. Serbia, who we all thought was the best team, drops out. Slovenia, who a few years ago wins, the, you know, the European Classic, the Euro Cup with Igor Kokoshkov. And um, so I think that you have... Um, I think you're seeing the the rise of international basketball and the depth across the board of of these teams and <clears throat> what and that to me is the growth of international basketball. The USA still shouldn't lose. Uh, I actually think that USA basketball 
uh, and USA Sports have an overall problem, which is we've created sports for the 1%. You know, if you're, it's why I think the men's soccer team is so bad. I'm curious to see when the rest of the world starts playing women's soccer, whether we can hold to our uh, supreme status. Uh, I think, I, I, I think in basketball we may not be getting actually maximizing all of our best kids in the U.S., but we still we still get a lot. But we, and I think actually Adam Silver and U.S. and NBA would agree with that. We, we're trying to rebuild this entire process of USA basketball and touch these kids at an earlier age. But we've created an economic demand on our athletes and the families of athletes that makes it so we're no longer grabbing the the maximum potential. I mean, it's sad. I think we do it with our general workforce also that your your opportunities are quite limited based on your economic status uh, career-wise. And we're doing the same thing with our AAU travel teams and our soccer travel teams. And our all of our sports are demanding so much money because we've gone to we've gotten out of the community three sport athletes that are all playing um, I actually think the next business model that someone needs to build I don't think I have the willpower to do it is some sorts of youth sports leagues uh, very replicable across the country I actually know the venture capital firm I'm gonna have to go talk to about this um, where you sign up and you decide that you're going to play you know, soccer in the fall, basketball in the winter, and then it's either lacrosse or baseball in the spring. And you're going to play three different sports. You're going to develop all your athletes, and we're not going to travel all across, and the league's going to play the same kids. You're going to make friends inside that league, and maybe the best soccer player is not the best lacrosse player. And so guys have kids have different roles, and they develop as Andrew Bogut banks one in from eight feet out to give Australia a 57-43 lead. So Australia is going to advance into the semifinals. That's so great. Um, so the uh, that's actually still third quarter, but they're going to advance. Uh, so the next matchup, by the way, will be Argentina versus France, and Australia will play Spain. So uh, Ricky Rubio against Joe Ingles, but we'll be rooting for France to advance and see if Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert can play each other in the finals. That would be something else. Uh, but I do think that there's a whole problem here, and I don't know if it's impacting Team USA yet, but I do think, you know, if you look at, frankly, our NBA players, the stereotypical story of the inner city, uh, often the inner city African-American kid who uses basketball to get out, that's actually not happening very often. LeBron is the poster child of it, but it took the talent of LeBron. I think those kids are actually not making it out. I don't think they're getting a um, an, an opportunity. Um, I think there's too many hindrances and too many hurdles for them to get through. And so I, I do think we're, we're lacking depth in the United States of basketball the way we, we once did. Um, I, I don't think we're getting the same kids that we always used to in the maximum talent. I think this is carrying over in our sports. And I think to some extent it might be why the USA lost today to France is that we're just not getting the most kids. Now I don't know what the model, the model is, would be. I mean, a lot of these European countries, they grab the kids at a younger age. They put them in institutes. I think they take care of it. That's what Australia does. And that, and from there, those teams are 
uh, you know, those kids are being developed into basketball players, not with the, you know, in some sort of academic setting that's an institute and it's a bit different. And maybe that is the model that's the right way to do this. I, I've always thought it's asinine that you can go to college in America and major in music, but not basketball. Like, what's the difference? Um, neither, you know, one of them actually might make you a living. Uh, and frankly, oh, well, you can become a music teacher, then have coaching and uh, nutrition and be part of a basketball major. I, I, we're not doing it right in America. And I think that this loss today and the way the USA just did not play well this whole stretch just wasn't up to it is representative of that a little bit. It also might be, you know, the camaraderie that Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, Nicholas Batum, Nando DiCola have all played together for a long time and they bring in Nilakina and we don't have that same concept going in the U.S. That might be the driving force. I'm not as big a believer in that, but that has um, some legitimacy as well. Uh, remember, if you want to go to Indochino, you can get a premium suit for $369, Indochino.com. Enter the promo code Locked On, And Peloton's giving you $100 off accessories with your purchase to Peloton bike. Get a great cardio bike workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use the promo code Locked. Thanks very much for tuning in. Tomorrow, we'll go into a little stuff on rebounding and if there's some advantages that can be found in that. And we'll continue to get you ready as the NBA season gets closer and closer. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, both brilliant today in FIBA World Cup play. Thanks for tuning in. This is Locked on Jazz. Locked on NBA is up for you. And tomorrow, we'll have Rob Mahoney talking about the SI Top 100. Have a great one. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.